Dear listeners, the following recordings were written and produced with you in mind. These episodes will add joy to your life, fill you with inquisitive thoughts, and leave you thinking to yourself, Hey Rob. Hey Kaj. Can Can you you say say that again? Welcome to the Say That Again podcast. How many times do I have to hear you record this? (laughs) Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pod Rishiners to another episode of the Say That Again podcast, the STA pod. It's your boy Kaj here with... What's up, people? It's your boy Rob. And a repeat guest who may or may not have just been in the basement the whole time. (laughs) What's good? Are we not going to do a review of the week? Well, here's the thing. (laughs) (laughs) We had such a great review last time. We had a really good good review review last time. And unfortunately, wait, 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 wait. We never said his name. This is Grant, by the way, guys. It's it's Grant. Even though you you might have not even listened to the last episode and we just assumed you knew. This is Grant. Okay. (laughs) Not that I'm anybody or anything to be. But just so there's a name to the voice. Just a friend of the pod. On this episode, you guys are going to get something good. We're going to get an argument get ready to Grant get, and Rob. Get ready to get demonized. We're going, this is going to go, this might hit like Andrew Tate versus Logan Paul levels. Wow. Wow. It was actually Andrew versus Jake, I think. They're in a box. I think they signed a contract for a boxing match. No shot they did. Are you serious? They I, signed a contract. I saw something. I'm I don't not believe, saying, I don't believe I'm not, that for one second because it's KSI versus, versus Jake Paul. That's the next thing. I thought that already happened. No, it didn't. They've been beefing for real. So Jake Paul's fight, I, I love, know too much about this. I used to love KSI because he was a big FIFA player. I know, I know too much about this. I know Jake Paul's fighting Tommy Fury in the next couple months. Yeah, February, I think I saw. Okay, yeah. yeah. And and then after that, it's supposed to be like at Wembley, KSI versus Jake Paul. At Wembley. That's what they said. That'll be good. Wow. I, I think it's full. I think Because they don't actually sell tickets and they don't actually make money from it. So I, I, don't, I don't know, but we'll see. Okay. I don't know, but anyway, it's not going to get on that level. We're we're all brothers in Christ here. Yes, yes, we For are. Now. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see where the night takes us. Brothers in Christ, but not brothers. I'm three beers but, in, so we're we're getting pretty. Brothers good. in Christ, but not brothers in politics. Yeah, or well, or world origin stories. Well, anyway, Grant. Yep. You are. When I think of music, I think of you. Uh, <laughs> what? The- now listen, listen. I'm going somewhere with this. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going somewhere with this, right? Listen. Mistake number one. No, no, because you're you're a phenomenal artist, okay. right? Shout out Grant okay. Owen. Grant Owen on Spotify and thanks for the three listeners I got last month. Preach. You got for what? You know, I, I won't uh, go quietly. Uh, I don't even know. I don't. Even okay, know. Now let let me be fair. It could have been. From one of my playlists, a little accidental, a little accidental. No, not I, not accidental. You're like, oh, it's five seconds. No, do I really want to listen? The to The iCore playlists are littered with all of your music. Uh, that's, I... Except for whatever your first one was, dude. That's my biggest song. What are you talking about? Since I found you, really? That's my biggest song. I'm I'm a big quietly guy. But I anyways, hate it. I anyways, hate it. Sorry. Anyway, anyway we're, we're talking about, about Rob thinking of music and Grant at yep. the same time. Yep. Yep. Grant music yep. synonymous in my head. That's just how it is. Yeah. In my head, rent free. As those, all Covenant, those two Covenant Fellowship members right. do, I'm sure. Yeah. That's, yep. Anyway, you know, you lead worship, right? Beautifully. Once, once, once every six months. Yep. Yeah. But it. Getting there. It's it's incredible, right? Well, especially. Let me let me sh- say this. You guys both have the same favorite worship song. Wait, really? What's your favorite worship song? 
All glory be to Christ. That's one of my favorites. Some of my favorite. Okay, Not but favorite. one, but still, wow. but still okay. up there. Still. All right, it's way up there. I, I common put it, ground. I put it up. You, so you must like when I leave because I, I do that song. Like, I really do time. every time, and I'm, I'm not love lying it. to it's you. Like I love it. I'm not bluffing when I, I say. I do like the same five songs, and everyone's yeah. like, man, I love the set today. It's like I'm just choosing the same, the same. Song <laughs> I know. I wasn't. I wasn't lying when I said. I think of you, and I think of music. Okay. Right. I wasn't. I wasn't making things up. Specifically, worship music. Specifically worship music, right? And I would have got that point across Sorry. had you guys not laughed <laughs> out of my point. Sorry. But anyway. Good intro here. Good intro. Anyway. Lots of retention. Let's bring it back. Yeah. So with that in mind, I know that um, you are also, while a worship artist, you also dabble in, in all different kinds of music. You're not, you wouldn't call yourself a Christian artist. You'd call yourself probably an artist who's Christian, right? Sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, no, tell me if yeah, I'm wrong. That's a, yeah, it's like the, that's a little crazy thing to say. But yeah, sure. Well, I wouldn't even go so only, far to call myself an artist, but let's, but I'll... You have music on Spotify. Make, you have hundreds of thousands of streams. Yeah. Right? Yep. We can call you an artist. I think right? I hit a milli. I think I recently hit a milli. Okay. Yeah, which there is... There we go. By Com- the way... Combined between all songs? But all songs and all fire. platforms. No, it's not fire. Can I tell you what the equivalent is? Just to tell you how irrelevant that number is. 100 CD purchases? Uh, a stream is is four-tenths of a cent. I was going to say it's like 0.04. Yeah, so because of that, it's four-tenths of a cent, which means that a million streams across all platforms actually equals $4,000. That's it. That's... And can I mention how much money I put into this? Right. Ridiculous amount Well, before money. before we started Not recording, $4, you talked about significantly more money than that going into yeah. some of your I'm, stuff. I'm down on that investment. This is, uh, we've been hitting crypto, crypto bear season for a while. <laughs> shout out to, shout out to Shibu India. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, go stream my songs guys. Thanks. Really appreciate it. Yeah, go, go check yeah. out Grant yeah. Owen across all platforms. <laughs> solid, solid guy. Yep. Um, he will not go quietly. I won't. Don't you dare let me. You guys, man. I am really, not. So I'm uh, sorry. Really trying I'm, to move. I'm gonna help my points you still along. Did you make, did you I still didn't make his point. point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am. Oh, no. I am a. I am a Christian who is an artist. Right. Continue. Okay. So when I think of a concept like that, oftentimes um, King's Kaleidoscope comes to mind, right? Yeah. And we we talked about this before, right? You have King's Kaleidoscope. You got sip. Reliant yeah. K, right? You have Switchfoot. Okay. Yep. Right. We're back. Yep. Artists like that. Yep. Um, that oftentimes start off really strong on the Jesus front, and I'm not saying you're like this, but I'm saying they start off really strong on the Jesus front and slowly shift away because whether they found their groove, yep, or whether you know they just walked away from God altogether, um, right? Or and they I, realized they couldn't monetize Christians. right. And yeah. and the reason and the reason I'm bringing this up is because I know that you walk through struggles in your life, right? So, and you pour that, you pour that into your music sure. in the past. Right. And, and so, um, I, I was curious to know, and I, I already know your thoughts on this, but I need it recorded just so I control you later in life. <laughs> I'll stand what are me. your thoughts on King's Kaleidoscope's lament in the prayer? I love it. When he drops oh, we're the diving. F-bomb. We're diving. We're diving. So first off, there's so many like there's disclaimers, right? Like, uh, I like King's Classic a lot because I think uh, I I think of them as the equivalent, like they're the Christian equivalent to Bonnie Vare. That's what we got. Like we we have pretty much Josh Garrels, yeah, and we have Bonnie Vare. We don't really like 
there's not many other people that are that are actually doing something that's experimental with sound and lyric and is actually pushing a boundary of of, yeah. of like arguably poetry right like there's no one else that's really trying to 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 uh, maybe you can put John Mark McMillan on there but I don't I, I don't like him so like I just I feel like I respect the the venture that King's Classical does on a consistent basis. It seems like they always push a boundary. I think it's Chad, Chad Gardner. He always pushes a boundary on what is allowed, what is not allowed, what is honest, what is not honest. Um, and I think it's represented really lyrically and it's especially represented sonically. And the funny thing is he's able to do it in a way that, um, and I'm, I'm, I mean, they're not my favorite band in the world, but like they, their stuff is amazing. Like yeah. almost consistently, it's and it's been that way since Mars Hill, and and honestly, like even that last al- that last album, it was it was talking a lot about his, like his anxiety and all that stuff. Like people need, don't hear, need to hear me like act out about how good they are, but they're great. They're like it's a great band. That song was an artistic choice, and so I the reason I but was argument, that artistic choice okay? That I that's our argument, right? And that's that's where context is really important, right? I think. I think. See, I would disagree with that I, in, in every way, shape, or form. Context is not important. It is this. important. It is important. If I'm on stage, uh, even the songs I sing, which don't have any curse words, don't have any negative, like, like negative spiritual connotations, right? If I'm a worship leader and I'm singing any of my songs, it's not appropriate because it's not uplifting and directed towards God. It's a separation of worship, which is congregational. And artistry, which is uh, which is personal, um, so there's there's not necessarily an absent. When you have that level of fame, you can't separate the two so easily, though. Fame, but like he's not really famous. Like, no, but but he has a following, like right? maybe. But like, like in his early albums, yeah. he was putting out worship music. He was because he was a worship leader. He right. was a worship leader at that. There's literal worship music coming out of his early albums, and, and as he progressed, right. And I love that he does this. He drops instrumental albums, right? I love that. Yeah. It's so cool. So, you know, worship album, instrumental, worship album, instrumental, bam, controversy, yeah. 2016 hits, <laughs> right? But like, I, and I think you have to, again, put in the, like, I, I don't listen to that song avidly, right? Like, no, and I'm, I'm, I'm not, not just, saying that like, you here's, do. Here's my, here's my thought process, right? Like it's, am I, am I sitting there and I'm saying like, yeah, thank, thank God someone's saying like, like. Uh, my fears are effing, you know, like, thank God someone's saying that. That's what I, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not condoning it. Uh, I understand. You haven't condemned it though. So I'm not going to condemn it. That's but the problem that I have think, with this is, it is, this is the best part about art though, is that it can be, it, it, it shouldn't be condemned. But it's not art when it comes to the gospel, right? There's, there, there needs to be a distinction when you call yourself a worship leader, right? And when you call yourself, and I'm not talking about you, I'm talking yeah, I, about no. King's talk to me. Scale. Talk to me. Talk to. Look at me. I'll, I'm looking look at me you. In my eye holes. Right. <laughs> Tell me how you feel. When we're talking about a man who calls himself a worship leader, right? Uh, he would not call himself a worship leader. He did in the past. He did in the past. He and, and in 2016. And yeah. in 2016, right when he dropped that album. What album are we talking about here? I forget the name of the album. Um. Off the top of it's my the head, album for Zeal, I think, because I haven't listened to them a lot. But it's now I've dope. Co- it's their dope. last. Their last record between. No. Uh, no. No. It's this the one for that. Beyond Control. I think so. I, I think know. it's because. Yeah. It's I'm just not becoming right. who we are. 
I think it's yeah. I think it's beyond control, actually. Yep. This is great content for the pod. Everybody's yeah, right there. Oh wow! It's yeah. ex- wow, it's explicit. Yeah, I know. the song's even called a prayer. It's Ooh. it's it's so like let me and let's explain what this 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 song is because essentially what you're doing in this pod is you're sending people to this song so they can listen for themselves. I like that. That's fine. And that's yeah. I the 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 prayer that that he's talking about. He's tr- it's almost like he's trying to interpret the heart of where David's at in a specific song, right? So he's communicating as a song would. But he could have done that in so many other ways. Hundred percent, right? But I am not going to sit here on a high horse and cast a stone and say that is honest or dishonest and I condone it. I think when you put something, any piece of art, it's unfair that you would put someone who claims to be a Christian within the box of evil, not evil, good, not good, bad. Didn't like, say evil, like not artistic, evil. Artistic, not artistic. I think, and I think like, no, but you're saying Does that bring be glory to God? That's your argument. Does it? I'm does, asking you. It's not an argument. It's a question. Does it bring glory to God? I think it does. Because I In think- In what way does it? Because like, this is going to, this is going to, if you want to unpack the whole of Mars Hill, right? Like there's people that benefit from different types of ministry, Right. That's a big statement, right? But it's it's a broad statement. I'm going to find it to the fact that if I think about someone as controversial as Mark Driscoll, right? And as with all the things he's done, set aside, he's human, he's sinful, he's, you know, he's a flawed person because we are all flawed people. At one point, even in the midst of that ministry, at one point in Mars Hill, there were people that were served by the fact that he called them out. There were men in his community that when he cursed at them in message, not good, right? Not condoning it, not saying people should do it, not saying that benefits me. I'm just saying there are people that would say that brought me closer to Christ because I needed to be called out and I needed to be called out that way. Right. So I, I, yeah. think, I think the heart I would of this agree song, with that. right, is saying, okay, I needed to vocalize that level of frustration in my heart. I don't love this. But song. he didn't. If you actually listen to the song, he's not like screaming right he's he's just he's just singing but do you right? have to be screaming though no 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 but here here's the thing we're we're calling this a lament right we're calling this basically a psalm is what we're saying this is wait can we wait pause real quick as someone who hasn't listened to the song can we talk more about the because you said it's like him and an interpretation of a song it's essentially it's essentially him trying to vocalize the heart of a psalmist and saying lord where are you okay. right and so the, the line that is controversial the reason it's explicit I'm not going to say the word obviously, yeah, yeah. but but it's it's because he's screaming out to God and saying, um, "You're silent. My fears are violent." Okay. Right. So essentially, he's he's trying, and in the same way that Mumford and Sons did, like people were fine with Mumford and Sons saying the f word, because, even though they proclaim to be Christians, right? But in Europe, it, that word has different connotations, has different mm-hmm. context. So it's like because it's within the context of the Christian culture, because a lot of their fan base is this. Uh, it's like anyone that's like, that's fine. I, I, I'm speaking at it not necessarily from a, uh, from a consumer, like in terms of it influences me, but I've talked to people that are on the edge of faith, right? There are people that uh, may, uh, like, I'm not going to call out names, but they, they've been dancing on the line of like Christian, not Christian, addict, not addict. And they say that song is a reflection of where my heart's at. Like, and I, and so I'm not saying great, perfect. I'm saying Hey, it ministers to someone. It has a reaction. That's exactly the purpose of it. Well, and, and obviously, I'm aware of that, right? Like, 
it's very clear that the gospel going forth, even if it's being screamed at you, if it's being whispered, like no matter what context, the gospel is the gospel, right? But that's not the point. The point is what we're doing is we're creating a numbing culture when we do things like that. Because what the Bible calls us to is to stand at a, you know, differently, right? Is to be different, right? And in a culture in which words like that are, are viewed as vulgar, one way to do that is to not use them, right? Well, I don't care if it's a representation of his heart. But let's get into the real thing, right? Because the real thing is that you, like, I don't hate Elevation. I don't hate Bethel. Okay. I, I don't hate any. Before we get into the real thing. We have like three or four minutes because we said we were going to be tight. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. I just want to. I'm just saying like, so like to, to connect that with where you're at, I, I think in like, we're talking about concepts like conviction. If you have a sensitive conscience, this would not serve you. If this, if, if, uh, if for example, you are someone who is easily swayed based on what you listen to and you are easily influenced by ministries and you're not you don't you don't have a gift of discernment to de- to decide okay I can benefit from this a- benefit from this aspect of this and I can take the rest with a grain of salt and understand that it's not for me and it's not what God's calling me to and I disagree with this other extent. I think it's a mistake for Christians specifically when approaching art and approaching music to to say if it doesn't fit my box it isn't good and then to go on and, and let Kanye be Kanye and, and then go on and listen to Drake and go on and listen to other artists that you don't put the same. But what that does on. is it, it numbs the church, right? So you basically create a culture in which we're normalizing sin in a lot of ways. But and I'm not saying, the I'm is. not saying the church is sin. I know right? that, but we're not called to normalize it. Right. And I'm not saying I've but, never said a curse word before, but, but what I am saying is this, you can't just say, Oh, it's his artistic interpretation. It's where his heart's at. It serves some people. It doesn't serve other people. In that, and in that way, he's allowed to say what he wants to say because it's going to serve some. You can't just say that because what you're saying is that God can't work the way he's been working for thousands of years. That's how seeker-friendly churches happen, like Elevation Church, Grant. But, but like, you can't there's, just there's point ele- people there's elevation to a church. church that doesn't preach the gospel. But uh, you have to understand, like, so, like, yes, there's damage that's being done, but let's let's be real. The let's, I mean, because there's there's the other side of things. There's the people that believe this, right? The people that have a sensitive conscience and think this way. They say, okay, Caleb's where I'm going. Caleb's safe, positive, encouraging. Caleb. Caleb is Caleb filled, is not safe. Is filled with <laughs> it is not safe. It is Caleb, Caleb <laughs> is is in my opinion worse. I agree with that. Then then this because you don't understand you don't see the underbelly of the fact that all of that is actually like the people that own Caleb are not Christians. I agree with that. The people all that this, market yeah. for Caleb are not Christians. They see an opportunity to monetize Christians and then monetize evangelicals. And so they promote the music that they think will best fit to do that. And so I, in, in my opinion, at least, at least say what you will say, you disagree, disagree. At least one is honest. And I will always opt for that honesty versus a dishonest, fake vanilla boxed in. See, no, but you can be honest to, and holy at the same time, right? Tell like, me an example of someone who's done that. I, I've, I don't think there's anybody that's done that. 
No, I, but I don't think you can say Lecrae who's done that. I like. Oh, uh, I would not say Lecrae's, Lecrae's done that. Lecrae's great, but I'm saying like you, you couldn't say Charlene's done that. Like I, like I, there's a lot of names. No, but you see, drop. but see, here's the thing. What I just said was you can do these things and be holy, and no. you basically just said name a perfect person, and you can't do that exactly because you can't. But what you, I'm when saying you, when you put is holiness this: is the goal. It's but like, that's not a pursuit of holiness. What Chad showed the world is that in his pursuit of jesus he's willing to show his true colors right through honesty and through music right that's what he did he lamented in a way that was real to him and i respect that but what he's doing is he's setting up the culture for failure because whether he likes it or not he has influence and you can't negate that when it comes to talking about these things right like when lecrae stopped preaching the gospel in his music when he dropped Anomaly, where he, the word Jesus is only mentioned once. Dude, that album's a banger. What are you talking about? I'm not about? saying it's not a banger, but he stopped preaching Jesus. He went from systematic theology. Water? What are you talking he about? He went from systematic theology to not even preaching Jesus once, right? So when what he started doing was he started talking Someone's about- Someone's in the lamp mode. He started talking about the world's problems in major real ways that they deserve to be talked about, but he didn't point people to the cross. And yeah, that's the it, issue, it, right? Do you think that's the that's the purpose of people that are making art? And why I don't why, think it matters what so people why, think their purpose are. When you're a believer, you're called to bring glory to God. And when you do the opposite, you're sending people to hell. And you, I haven't mentioned Jesus once in any of my songs. I've and, not, I've but not what said I, you're Jesus. not claiming in your but, music to be like so what I'm talking about are people who shifted over let me, time. Wait, let me I want to say something about Lecrae briefly. Because I think with Lecrae, because you just talked about the claiming in the music, I think at the beginning, other people claimed it for him. Yeah, 100%. And then he went to trying to talk about the things that were bothering him to get help from those people who claimed it for him because he himself didn't know how to point to Jesus in that because of how much it bothered him. And then instead of people helping him see how Jesus solved that problem— they were upset with him for not pointing people to Jesus, even though he didn't really know how to do it in that moment. But and see, then it just pushed it's him not, away. It's, it's not as simple as how you're describing. And I agree with the concept, but what, I, what I'd say is this. When he was writing, you know, Anomaly, when he dropped Church Close 3, right? Yeah. Like these albums that came out that dropped really heavy bangers. topics, right? They were obviously bangers, right? Lecrae's never not dropped a banger, <laughs> but that's not the point here. The point is, is that let the let the let the church like what was it? Let the trap say amen. Let the trap say amen. That was tough. I have one one six tattooed on my bicep. Right, that was not his best. That was a tough album. But you know, sorry, Lecrae. Shout out to Zaytoven for trying. It's all right. It's all right. But this is what I'm saying. Lecrae had so many opportunities to say. I don't know how to solve this problem. I think he did. No, but he did not in his not in his music. He didn't, and most people don't listen to his interviews. Most people don't. No, I'm talking about in the music, but I'm saying he didn't. <sighs> no, but here's. I just think it's 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 tough when you look at any the the art is out there to interpret, right? The the music's out there to be listened to, to be interpreted, to be critiqued, right? That's one thing. I struggle more so because because everything you're describing sounds legalistic. And I, I struggle more because so, it sounds like a cast cast the stone <laughs> first when you were without sin, right? In my mind, I look at more so the artists that are actively sinning, right? I'm thinking about people that have been excommunicated. Uh, Israel Hooten, 
excommunicated yeah. from Joel Osteen's church. Yeah. And is actively releasing gospel music. What do you think is more damaging to the church? Someone who's actively living in sin and, and pretending that they're not, or someone that is struggling in an aspect of their faith and communicating it with honesty. See, I would, I would opt for the, like, if, if there's a, I can, I can portray the actual reflection of my heart as dirty and as sinful as it is. Right. Cause I am a sinner. Right. And I, and, and I am, you know, there's so many things that I can say that I I've sinned in. I would rather communicate that bluntly and honestly and have that be portrayed in art than pretend like, uh, I'm living as if Jesus glossed over it. And that it, the fact that I'm dealing, I'm not saying you have that. to pretend nobody's saying that nobody's saying that you're allowed. Can, give, can you give me an artist? That's like that, that you would say is doing it right. That's done it right. Honestly, we name dropped him on the last one. I think aha is doing it pretty well. I think that aha has a good mix between culture and Jesus. Aha gazelle. Yeah. Give him, give him the platform. Watch what happens. That's what I'm saying. That it, it, it's unanimous across the board. Give him the platform. And Walking that up. is why it is harder for to get a rich man to heaven than get him through the eye of a needle, right? Like fame gets to people and that is where we fall. And, and Lecrae so, wrote a song about that. Church Closed 2, right? It's, Lost my way. Even with like, listen to Church Closed 4 and just the last two songs. <laughs> yeah. And I think this... Lecrae goes, made a change in a lot of his music and he but, did start but this, bringing But this is the most important thing is like, I'm... I'm not exactly where you are. I'm not exactly where you are. But the point I want to make is that I think we have to realize there's a person behind the music yeah. and the response to it affects them greatly. Because in Lecrae's case, it's the the visceral response that people had to him not just sticking with preaching the systematic gospel is what pushed him to the brink of walking away from the faith. Yeah. Opposed to yep. people having dialogue with it. Yeah. And that, I think, if, if you want to talk about saving souls, it's like the soul of the artist matters too. And even if you disagree with them, like the way we go about having that conversation is so important, not only just for that artist, but for all of the other artists, Christians or not, well, who are seeing how the Christian community yeah. engages around the art. So whether or not, you disagree with it, whether or not you fall with where Grant is, with where you are. I think how we engage with that, particularly when it like we seriously disagree with either what they're saying or how they're saying it, it's like it's important to engage with that in a way where there is grace, where there is truth, but not only encourages the person who might like you're saying, the person who doesn't have the gift of discernment, like helping shepherd them along, but also saying it in such a way that like if the artist was aware of the conversation that we're having they could respect the fact that we disagree but not feel like we hate them because of how they said it or what they said nobody's saying anything about hate and i think i just want to clarify grant said what i'm saying is legalistic but i just want to clarify i got saved through lecrae's music right i, I just said it a minute ago i have 116 tattooed on my bicep right reach records brought me to Christ through their music. And I think that the the clarification I want to make is I'm not being legalistic in the sense that we have to do things a certain way. But what we what we need to do is we need to make sure that our call is to holiness, right? And and in our pursuit of holiness, we need to weigh out our words and our actions and how they affect people, mm -hmm. right? 
because obviously there was a visceral reaction when Lecrae dropped that and when Chad dropped that, right? Like when, when these, when these artists did something that wasn't in their norm, people were an uproar. Mm -hmm. I was one of those people Mm -hmm. when Reliant K dropped collapsible lung. I was heartbroken that they stopped talking about Jesus in their music, but that's not the point, right? They're people, they have souls. I get that. But what I'm saying is this, and then you can make your point because you look like you're churning. I'm fired up. When we're at 29 minutes. Well, I'll just say this. I'll say this really quick. Run it. We just have to be aware of the weight of our words and the gospel and how it is diminished through what we do. Right. And God does whatever he's going to do and how he's going to do it. We just have to be aware that we as vessels of that gospel are ambassadors and representatives of it. And even though we're trying to figure that out on our own, when we're put in a platform that's elevated above others in any way, we need to be so cautious. You can say something now, Grant, because I know that you're churning. I, I fundamentally, I agree. Like I agree with that principle. And I think the, the, what you just said is measured and it allows for interpretation based on conviction per person. Right. Uh, which is, I mean, fundamentally, that's where we said is like some people will have a conviction that's stronger. Some people have a conviction that's weaker, right? In this category, because um, ultimately people should abide by their convictions because this is a Christian liberty, right? Music, listening to music, Christian liberty. Yeah. You're not sinful if you listen to one type of music. You're not sinful if you listen yeah. to like, it's not a holiness, righteousness. It's a wisdom, folly thing. Um, I will go so far to say that I think th- this is the equivalent of, of cancel culture in the Christian sphere. It's really tough to see, um, to see people that are um, stuck and held by a community of people that expects one thing and demands one thing. And I think what they demand is actually not God glorifying. I think it's dishonest. And I think what they demand is, is boxing. I, I actually see it in sovereign grace music. I'll call it out. Like I see it in sovereign grace music where I've been a part of the process of, of watching people write these songs and listening to how they write these songs and talking to them about it and talking about how I don't want to, right? People have asked me like, Grant, why you, like, why don't you write worship songs? I would not, I would, I would get killed by the process of trying to write a worship song for Sovereign Grace. The reason is because I find those boundaries in worship music so confining, right? I would love to write worship songs and I will write worship songs at some time in my life, but I, I don't like the fact that it has to be, um, has to be so thoroughly theological that you lose the ability to have free singing and, and spiritual movement within. I don't think we have like in our songs in, in song grace, we don't have a good musical representation where melody is driven as, as a primary element where uh, excellence is driven in how we sing it. And I think there's really great truth in our songs, but it effectively feels to me like, we're just singing straight scripture rather than doing what other people do that are successful, which is, is saying, I want to capture this truth. I want to simplify it and I want to unify it. And I want to put a crazy good melody to it. I, I, I wish more people would identify with that. And I, I just think the tough thing is when you put something confined in a box, uh, it, it loses a lot of its heart. And I think it's tough to even talk about the concept of Christian artists versus not Christian artists, because that's what the culture wants. And when you are canceling people because they don't abide by your conviction in what they should put out, 
it's really tough that we hold that standard and then we'll put on uh you know a j cole song right yeah. it's it's crazy to me that that we'll it's a lot of we'll vibe, out there, we'll vibe yeah. with we'll vibe with one and then critique the other because we think oh you're a christian you should be doing this and i i fundamentally just disagree with you should do this right like that anything that says in the artistic way where someone's putting out something that's that's theirs like anything that i put out i own it right you can speak to it you can like it you can dislike it you can hate it i own it right at the end of the day this is a representation of me and i no, have but to see for worship that's different. kind of falls real quick worship so, different yeah, again we're over time but now i have an interesting question to ask um so again, we're, I think we, we've talked about it from the perspective as the artist giving the music and the listener who's consuming it. Right. Yeah. And you're talking about like the, the, you should do this. And yeah. I feel like that's coming from the perspective of the consumer saying to the artist, you should do this. Yeah. Right. That's what you're talking. Where does like, where if a, a artist claims to be a born again, Christian follower of Jesus, where they're like talking about stuff in a way that's just like either let's say blasphemous or just straight up sin, like they're glorifying sin in yeah. the music, opposed to like, like in this in the song we we're referencing before, like he's expressing his heart and his emotions before God, and obviously there's two sides of the aisle here. But let's say it's like they're glorifying sin or saying something blasphemous. Where does like, do you see like a different line there for like someone who's in that artist corner being like, yo, if you're a Christian, you actually can't say that. I I see a lot of. Uh, the biggest thing right now in Christian music is there's country artists that are uh, collabing with well-known Christian artists. So like uh, recently Chris Tomlin just put an, out an album with a bunch of different country artists. You could say that those country artists are genuine Christians. Sure. Uh, I see it for what it is, which is uh, one fan base and one listenership combining with another one and recognizing that they have a lot of overlap yeah. and realizing that from a marketability standpoint, Chris Tomlin's going to benefit a lot from collaborating with these other artists, and these other artists are going to be benefiting from getting a vouch from Chris Tomlin because you have a bunch of people that are just like, I'm only going to listen to Chris Tomlin because that's the only thing I trust. So, uh, in that regard, I really like I like I don't let like I don't care enough, but I'm just saying like I see it for what it is. It, it's I, I you if you are listening to music, you are a consumer fundamentally, and so that's how you're seen. And they're going to shape things in a way that it's going to get the most consumers. It's brilliant marketing strategy. It's awesome. Um, I understand why they're getting paid from it. It's going to it's going to continue to do well whether I like it or not. Um, I I just I think as Christians we have to be super discerning over what is important to us, what we care about. Understand that no one on any pedestal is good, yeah. and the people that you put up there don't belong up there. They're just human beings. There's not much separating you from them, just a little bit of success. And I, I think because of that, often we we end up, I mean, we talked about it kind of in the last pod, but you end up like comparing and you end up thinking, I want to be like them because they're successful, or I want to sing or worship like them, or I want to write songs like them. Um, and you know what's so funny is I get that on a micro level, even with worship leading. Like I, there's people that, that, that say like, I love how you sing. And it's weird to think that like I'm on some pedestal when I don't belong on any pedestal i'm a sinner i i, I curse I, I i get angry i you know I, all these like all these failures could exist and it's just tough to 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 have that weight on not that like it's a weight but like for me personally but i'm just saying i'm assuming for people that are actually successful that's an unnecessary weight and if you're owning it 
in my mind as a consumer, if they're saying I identify with this and I'm perfect and I'm, I'm good, that's red flag number one, because they should be saying the exact opposite if it's actually gen- genuine. They should talk about the, the influence Jesus has had and that even still now they're flawed sinners because that's the truth of what they are. I wish that, like, that's what honesty is. And that's why bring it back to the topic, like King's Classic, like he, he talks openly about everything he's struggling with. That's a hard thing to do. And I, I, Kanye does the same thing. Say what you want about Kanye. Kanye does the same thing. He's like, he's open about what he's dealing with at that moment. Right. So like, uh, you may not like it. You may not agree with it. You may not think it's God glorifying, but it is honest. And, uh, I think that there's some beauty in that. And, and I would rather personally consume that because it force it, it, it challenges me to be equally honest with myself and self-aware um, versus this superfluous pretending like everything's fine um, or pretending that I need to have uh, sin, Jesus coming to earth, Jesus dying, Jesus rising again in every single one of my worship songs. I don't think that's necessary. I think there's, there's a lot of, I think it is Rob, Rob, wrap it up. I'm I'm, up the combo. I, I won't get into my thoughts on why I think it is. I'll just say this. Your worship should be theologically sound. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what being theologically sound is, um, which often ends up being, we sing the Bible a lot. So I understand your frustration, but I I think it's pigeonholed for a reason. Um, But anyway, we covered a lot of ground. (laughs) This episode went way longer than we said it was going to. Yeah, sorry. And that's okay. There's a, there's no, I knew this was going to happen. That was yeah. inevitable. There was no way yeah. this conversation was going to be. I'm three beers long. deep. We're, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this was, this was an awesome conversation. Just so the audience knows, I love Grant. I right? love, I love you, Rob. Hey, Rob, look me, look me. I love you, man. Hey, dude. <laughs> I love you. Wow. Big, big hearts for Grant. And I, and I have a lot of, and I have a lot of, I have a lot of appreciation for your conviction. And I, I, I would never want to take away that the strength that you have in your conviction about it. I just think that that's for everybody else to kind of interpret for themselves. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It's hard to be a guy with this much conviction. Yeah. And to be that holy. <laughs> it's that's the holiness level is what it was. What it really well, I wouldn't call myself holy. I would just say that God has definitely put a lot of conviction on my heart. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. I'm definitely not holy. Um, but I'm only holy because he is holy. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. But anyway, with? Have you thought about being a pastor? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Am I called? <laughs> Am I called? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Am I called? Uh, Can we go to Dave Harvey's website? <laughs> Is that his website? Yeah. No shot. It's okay. A, and, with that. <laughs> and with that being said, thank you, Grant, for joining us on another episode. Cheers. Cheers.